I, you're right. It's uh, Leslie Ann Warren is her name. But I yeah, that's it. her name. You're just trying. That's right. Yanking your. To say the guy, one guy's rubbing his crotch, you're yanking my dong. <laughs> Man, Meryl Streep really knows how to play uh, play this role. So what we've learned is she has an ex-husband, and the ex-husband essentially stole her jewelry. But she can't report it missing to the police because she gets paid a lot of times by illegals, and she gets paid in cash. And so she's been buying the jewelry to hide from the IRS, so she can't go to the cops. Yeah. She's laundering the jewelry. So she's going to give me inside tip on his apartment, how to get in, here's the key, get me my jewelry back. And Whoopi demands $20,000. Because that's what she's got oh, to pay. Um, uh, G.W. Bailey. Yeah, 25. Yeah. Yeah, she asked for 25, but she has to pay uh, dude 20. So she's going to pocket an extra $5,000. That is immoral. Hang on, let me check that. Let me get my calculator. She needs expenses. She wants to walk away, not pay like- Hey, she's going to jail. This is every apartment. It's every apartment. Every apartment in San Francisco, by the way. That's what they all look like. Oh, beautiful. Oh, well, so I, you California know, I went to an apartment. California. Hill. Yeah. yeah. I've been to like an apartment. So yeah, it's by the synagogue. The ex-husband but. has gone out, and now she's. it's her chance to sneak in and uh, start burglaring. Okay. Some of this stuff looks so beautiful in this movie. And you can tell it's the architecture of the Bay Area. The way how everything's kind of compact and mm-hmm. there's like the the, the, yeah. the walls are kind of divided a little bit. Uh-oh. Hello, we must go to the opera house. <laughs> you think they're going to the symphony or the opera house? Probably magic flute. Oh, yes, it must be Christmas. Okay, so she goes in, and a burglar alarm goes off, and she's mad at Susan Sarandon. Thanks for letting me know about the burglar alarm. Yeah. Why didn't we even hire you? My favorite thing about this podcast is you you totally get out of the sound down. You just got to listen to Carl. Oh, that's my job. I don't know if you know. That's my job. It sounds like you guys are... It sounds like you guys have seen this movie before, but usually Mike is the audience who's never seen it, and I let him know what's going on. That's my gig. Yeah, we've seen this a couple of times. However, full disclosure, I've seen Burglar one million times. Mm-hmm. Not my first radio yeah. when it comes to Burglar. I, I have a copy of the DVD at home. Uh, and, well, right in my home studio, I should say. I love this film. When I first found out she was in it, I was like, whoopee! <laughs> Goldberg. Well, Carl, we were talking about the history of this film. This was based on a, a detective books by Lawrence Block, and it was a white guy thief. And they were supposed to have Bruce Willis play the white guy thief That's with right. Whoopi as his yes. sidekick. And Bruno said, I'm out of here. I got to go to Montclair State College. Fuck <laughs> you. And so Whoopi became the star, and Bobcat became the Whoopi sidekick. 
And Lawrence Walk's like, wait a minute, my character is not Whoopi Goldberg. But his loss, I think this is a great movie, and it's a good way to introduce the, the series. Now, when they, I saw an interview for this with Whoopi, and they were like, how did the, you handle the change in gender? And she said, we just removed all the things about sex, and a woman could play the part. Oh, so probably in the original, he was rubbing his hand against the the dental, the female dentals of uh, God. So we see mirrors on the ceiling. We're basically seeing a lot of things in the apartment that make Whoopi think that this guy's a jerk. Nothing wrong with seeing your big man. Yeah, but you know, missionary style. You look up at the ceiling, you see your pale ass. It's exciting. Um, what's not believable in this film is she puts the ice cream back. I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> it is dryer, so fuck that shit. It's, dryers it's for life. Look at all the chunking. Yeah, look at the old dryer packages. <laughs> chunking. Chunking, yeah. There's a lot of frost in that freezer, too. Oh, Lean now Cuisine. Look how it costs. Yeah, this free. Lean Cuisine. Because if you ate that jewelry, you wouldn't gain a pound. <laughs> wow! So the Why guy who take the... Um, he won. Let's see. He won the Peabody Award for peeing on somebody. <laughs> somebody. Mister Peabody does not appreciate that joke. <laughs> I lived my entire life as a Peabody. Now <laughs> we don't just pee on anybody. If you guys know this film, you know that there's some very unfunny stuff going on right now. What do you mean? She's she's doing one right pretty now. funny here. That's All right, listen to the funny. audio. Listen to the audio. Oh, she's sounding French. Yeah, but he's talking about it. I I wouldn't wear this. I wouldn't watch dogs fucking this. <laughs> and then she's like, Oh, I would I'd watch dogs fucking this. The book was called, created um, the fashion. The book was called Burglar in the Closet. Um and it was it was a it was a hit, you know. Lawrence Block, just like you said. And he also did a walk among the tombstones. Mr. Blueberry Nights and Eight Million Ways to Die. Oh, I love that movie. Eight Million Ways to Die. Have you ever seen that? Do you recommend it? Should Great. I read it? Yeah. Yeah, if you see it, you know, it's not going to pop up anywhere, but if it does pop up, go ahead and check it out. I read a comic book version of it, too. It's The, the book itself is about, like, a, a thief in recovery. Like he's, you know, he's trying not to drink during the whole escapade. And yeah, that's it's a pretty right. solid that's, movie. Right. The book, I think, in my opinion, is a lot deeper than the movie. Yeah, the hey, movie's the way, flashy. The movie... Yeah, a lot of product placement in this. I want to go to Sharper Image after watching this film, buy an answering machine. Yeah, that answer machine, yeah. Sharper Image. Do you remember when James Bond used his Sharper Image credit card to Jimmy open the door? Right. It was Roger Moore. That was a time to kill, I think. So what's happened here is our hero has come home 
with a girl, and now they're doing it. Oh, right. Do you, do you, do you, do you want me to sing uh, Trapped in the Closet? Do, 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 do. It was Whoopi in the closet, closet, and it was Whoopi on the bed. Because there's Whoopi happening in the bed, and there's Whoopi in the closet. Yeah, they were, they're making Whoopi in the bed, and they're, they're hiding Whoopi in the closet. Well, she knows what it is. Whoopi don't recognized touch, Whoopi. Don't touch that bed. It's got Whoopi on it. Oh. Yeah, I guess you. That is some 80s ass right there. She's locked in the closet because, now. Because everybody locked wow. the closet door. Stick to the face and then locked in the closet. Yeah, you got locked the closet door. You never know what's going to happen during sex. During doggy style, you might steal your clothes. I saw I this Tom Cruise movie, and he was in the closet. Uh-huh. Which uh-huh. movie was that? His whole career. <laughs> the funny thing is, he never came out. He's still there. My third scene in Eyes Wide Shut. In Eyes Wide Shut, he goes, ugh, straight sex, blech. Blech. I mean, he's been in the closet so long, he's got mothballs. Well, that's uh, his balls, short, her mom. <laughs> his balls, her mom. How do you smell mothballs? With your nose? Hold the wings. You hold, hold the wings. wings. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Carl, here we go. What's happening? Uh, okay, he, she heard a murder is what's happening. Now, her bag is missing of the jewels, and she heard him get murdered. He heard there he the is. girl leave. Yeah, he had sex. The girl left. Somebody, some man came in. And you Freddy. see there's a dental, a, a piece of dental equipment stuck in his chest. Was he supposed to be framed? No, she doesn't get framed. They find out she... Later on, they discover that she was there, and that was their way to to frame her. They didn't plan to frame her. Gotcha. So now she's with her best friend, Carl, in San Francisco, like, pouring out her woes, and she needs the 20 grand, and Bobcat suggests she goes on $20,000 pyramid. It's so obvious. (laughs) He always plays the Jet Xer in these movies, right? He's always got the ironic uh, Hawaiian T-shirt on it, and he's always referencing TV. And uh, Police Academy, he's like watching Leave the Beaver and crying. Right. Uh, remember, he was watching a Family Affair when uh, Family Affair. When that guy. That's went what in, it was. Yeah, he went in undercover. That was pretty. Yeah, cool. right. That was. Just is on patrol. Yeah, I love that. Well, because that was an aesthetic, like, to be an ironic white guy in the 80s. You had to wear, like, an ironic T-shirt, and you have to like Bobcat, for sure. I mean, he, his humor was the epiphany of it. So they're talking about how they hate Bruce Willis. <laughs> Fuck Bruce Willis. Sam Glad he's Kinnison, not in this movie. Sam Kinison hated Bobcat and accused him of stealing from him. Wasn't it Andrew Dice Clay that they butted heads? They butted heads with? 
Well, that was, I think, on Howard Stern's show. Yeah. It was sort of fabulous. Well, fuck. Yeah, come on. I mean, Sam Kinison and Bobcat. Bobcat's a really strange bird. I don't think anyone's like him. Right. I think I mean, that there was some screaming. That's And, you know, that's what Sam Kinison was all about. So that's why he was accusing him. I don't know. He was a very uh, troubled man, Sam Kinison. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. He, was, he, was, he, had a lot of, he had a lot of demons. Oh, there we go. Channel 2 News, Barbara Simpson. Yeah, what we're finding oh, out yeah. now is that Susan Sarandon That's has real. been a, has been uh, not arrested, but taken in on suspicion of the murder of her husband. What is that across the street, Mike? What is that across well, the street? Well, that's not. Is that that's the street? Looks it's like the red Victorian. Looks like the red Victorian. I know it's it's by a school. Yeah, red Victorian. Oh, you think it's a red Vic? That's way further down. Yeah. Look at the Keith Haring T-shirt. Look across, look across the street. When you when you see it out the window, it looks like all red. I think it's a head shop now. Like I, I don't think it's the Red Vic at all. I, I think it's on the, a couple of blocks further uh, down. Oh, do you? Okay. Yeah, because there was a, a record like, store that I like was. I like watching the scenes, the San Francisco scenes in this movie and picking it out. I can pick out. Well, this is the perfect movie for us. Right. There's a, there's a lot of scenes where, especially the car, when she gets, she's on a motorcycle, she drives all around the city. Right. Be prepared, Carl. I have notes about the, the chase scenes. Okay. Can you believe they go down the street? And then they're on Fifth Street. Give me a break. Doesn't make sense. Okay, now doesn't make sense. Funny scene in which he gets mad at the door. Uh, why? Because it's a jar. Yeah, look at that. Damn screen door. Now here's some serious Susan Sarandon acting. <laughs> she won her first Oscar. <laughs> Talented. Her best supporting goes to Susan Sarandon, Barglar. Now he really is going for the lawyer. His name is Carson. Carlson? What's coming up with this movie? Like Johnny Carson. Carson. Oh, I was just saying there's Carl and there's Carl. Oh, Carson. Okay. I thought this guy likes a lot of Carl. Now, this is funny because it's like, how long can they keep me? And he's like, 72 hours. And she goes, how many days is that? And he's like, it's, uh, uh, uh. He starts doing the math on the calculators. That sounds like a really bad lawyer. Wow. This is how she meets Tim Robbins in prison. <laughs> Jeez. What would be coming back? The Shawshank. The Shawshank. It's been like two minutes without Whoopi. I'm, I'm going to go to the theater manager and demand my money back. 
you promised a movie with 80% Whoopi. She's not in this scene. It makes it down to 75%. I would like a refund. Actually, Leslie Ann Warren makes a, makes Whoopi and Bobcat's acting look awesome. He's upstaging Bobcat Goldways in acting. Now we oh, find out that she um, opened her mouth to the cops and she explained that she, there was a black woman in her dental office and she let it slip that, you know, her ex-husband has all this jewelry laying around. And so then they find out, well, there was evidence of a burglary. So they're going to try to pin it on Whoopi now. Do you, do you think she's the killer, Susan Ann Warren? Uh, I can't tell you because it'll ruin it for you, but she does die in the end. Oh, all right. As long as you don't ruin it for me. John Goodman. So here's John Goodman. Right. You can tell right. what year it is by how fat he is. I'm telling you, this is when he was the coach in Revenge of the Nerds. He just looks this way back then. That was the thinnest he ever was. He's bigger than that in this film. Oh, wow. So check out the neighborhood. Right. Well, so that place is that, fun. That's, way, that's almost Daly City Mission Boulevard. Yeah, maybe they're in the Excelsior. Or Castle right. District. Excelsior. Now, look at that. Look how far they are. Yeah, they're down by the pan. Uh, Petro Hill? Does not Dog make pass. sense. John Petro. Oh, yeah. Look, yeah, it's a city block without a fucking building in it. What's going on? You build a fucking condo in that space. Yeah, you wouldn't find that in 2020, would you? No so way. Well, you know, there was a. They're checking out what like, where Whoopi, like her residence, her place of business, and they're coming up empty. So they're going to call her if she had a record. Oh, by the way, I want to say something. So that was Dennis Richmond, Channel 2 News. On the news, they're actually talking about a string of burglaries uh, happening in like on the peninsula, which is where I am. Uh, and they say, San Carlos is on the screen, and then you can hear him actually say, Redwood City. And that's the city I live in. Wow, that's so cool. Which you love. Yeah, and, you she, call, and, and she actually talks about San Mateo. You call it Redwood Shitty, I remember. Redwood. Oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, everyone from all night people. Uh, stand up, Dead, right? Deadwood, Deadwood Shitty. Yeah, Deadwood, Deadwood Shitty. Deadwood Shitty. You got it. <laughs> that is the joke. Carl Carl is a doctor on my joke. She lives in the neighborhood where you can see the skyline from your house. Like up in Petrero Hill like that. It's so nice. What is that? Where's that? Okay, now, the lawyer was well, just on the phone saying we should meet. And she's like, I'll call you back because she sees the cops coming. Right. But she's no fool, Whoopi Goldberg. She's got it all planned out if the cops ever come. Got our New York Police Department uh, deadbolts already. Look at these little. Those are San Francisco staircases, and the door probably has an automatic crane up in the apartment to to open it up. Now she's getting herself a snack because she figures she's going to have to hide out for a long time. 
basics of everything. Yeah, the Lunchable should be done by now. Or like wherever she's going, she's going to need food. Now, she hears them banging the door. Police! But she's so casual. She knows what's up. Cat and mouse game. So he gains weight throughout this movie? Yes. He ate Whoopi's snack. Well, it wasn't watch that this. caloric. She to kick in the door. <laughs> she gets hurt. Yeah, the dead. <laughs> All the they neighbors are watching. Oh, Goodman up with her really well. They make a good couple. Except when she falls down the stairs. Ooh, city life, nightlife. There's Cobra. Like yeah, like now, but it's different neighborhoods all the time. I feel like. Right, I've noticed. Like this one kind of looks like somewhere North near Beach. North Beach. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of North Beach neighborhood with like the delis and the restaurants. Well, wait till Carl can't wait until we get to the car chase, the motorcycle chase, so we can point out all the inaccuracies. Correct. <laughs> that's going to be an exciting 20 minutes. Oh, how that can't be right there where he was, where she was, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, this movie breaks all the rules, but it's fun about it, though. I mean, like, you know, you can't really fault it. Oh, there's the house from Electric Dreams. Remember when his right, computer went right. up? Now we have Bobcat, like, saying, what, what's going on up there? And, like, mister, out of here. Mind your business. Sure, this isn't called Comedy Club. Go to Cops Comedy Club. I pay taxes. Now, in my opinion, <laughs> this is extraordinary overkill. They can't open the door, so they... Uh, Burn down the... Yeah. Yeah, because it's actually, you see, it was double reinforced. Four steel doors. Oh, yeah. A lot of apartments have those. Wait a minute. Not at all. Well, she wanted a window there anyway. Is he in the closet again? They freak out and start shooting. They just believe. Yeah, if you look at the wall, they have like a parition or part in the middle of it when they're going up the staircase. It's just kind of a style, you see. So now when the door shut, it set off this alarm and it's really annoying them. So they finally clip it. Phew. This is really Damn. overkill, right? I mean, she's not a, you know, serial killer. She's Jigsaw from the movie Saw and Saw 2 and Saw 3. They either shoot up the working into their eyeballs or cut their arm off. I saw two. Oh, you saw two? That's has Marcy Price, by the way. I don't know if that is. Huh. Good old Marcy Price. Oh, look, it's the San Francisco Gay uh, Men's Choir. I think that's redundant, Mike. Oh, the choir part? Yeah, no. Well, she wasn't the closet again. 
Okay, she was oh, in the, her, the, like, the safe room. room. Her panic room. And now she does a very unfunny joke. I just had the floors redone. Ah. Oh, hey. It's the Academy of Science. So now they're going to meet with the lawyer. Oh, a literal shark outside a shark tank. That's my favorite TV show right there. Shark Tank. Now, he doesn't notice Whoopi until she smiles. Come on, Frisco people. Come on. I don't know. I don't know which one of your impressions I like better, the Bobcat or the Whoopi. I think the Whoopi because like the it's a little bit more racist. Now, she is our Star Trek connection. As you know, she was a regular on The Next Generation. Yeah, which, you know, at the time was kind of crazy because she was like an A-list star and she was just chilling out on TV. Right. The thing is, though, when I watch Star Trek, I like to suspend disbelief. You know, they're out in space or whatever. And then I would see Whoopi Goldberg with the pizza on her head, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're in a sound studio in Los Angeles. You didn't think it was great that she she played the bartender. She was in the movie Generations. I mean, she she was a good anchor in that show. I mean, she, she it, it was a TV show. Like you didn't watch any Star Trek and go, oh, they're in a fucking sound studio in Burbank. With, right. Uh, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> they must be on Mars. Oh go back. Go back to even go back to the original series and how uh, John Belushi on FNL Perry did Perry did and it's like, it's it was like a totally fake. Yeah, it's just fake. Now, Lawyer Carson is like, did you kill this person? Did you kill the husband? Tell me. I want to know. You clearly did. You need to get out of town. Right. Well. Huh. Now, there's a lot of movies where they, they meet in an aquarium and talk. Yeah. You know, it's a good location. And Big Little Lies was in Monterey Bay, and, and they had a lot of scenes at their precious little aquarium over there. Did you guys watch Pretty Little Lies? Speaking of uh, North, Northern California. I did not write. You mean Pretty Little Liars? Well, no, no. Big Big Little Lies. That's the name of the show. The one on HBO. I guess no. No, I've not seen it. It's it's good. The first season is really good. I, I have a chance to see the second season right now, and I'm debating whether or not to uh, use my quarantine hours. My quarantine hours are very precious, Carl. I only have 14 hours a day to watch television, mm-hmm. and I have to be selective. Understood. Yeah, we're all we've all been there. Because so, at any moment, I could just turn off and watch Sound with you. So right now, G.W. Bailey is on the phone with his agent saying, please make another Police Academy move me. Get get me out of this move. <laughs> what do you mean I'm not a mannequin too on that move? I was the main character. I thought the main character in Mannequin was a little stiff. Yeah. Well, she, she's got her places down. Ah, go. don't fit them. Fit and play. <laughs> Okay, yeah. now, when Whoopi was in the apartment, she saw all these matches from bars. So what she's trying to do now is go to those bars 
and try to find somebody who knew the uh, the deceased because it's going to lead her to who's the real killer. And is that lazy writing or is he fine with that? This whole movie's lazy writing. So Bobcat's saying he read in the Wall Street <laughs> Journal that if you line your stomach with oil, you won't get drunk no matter how much you drink. That's true. I learned that from a kid in high school. And then we smoked some banana peels and got fucked up. Yeah, we got fucked up mellow. I was mellow. Mellow yellow. Also, if you take vitamin C before you drink, the vitamin C will absorb the alcohol, and then the vegetable oil will buffer it. Yep. And you you don't have to get Yeah. Now, Bobcat is going to try to pick up some girls, and when he does, we should listen. Listen, that guy's picking up on Bobcat. One pure Royale. This looks like a fancy bar. Yeah. Good old Parker's on fifth. So One she's time showing the, the picture of the victim. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's listen. Let's listen. All right. Now this guy is a some is a comedian or something. I didn't do my research. You know his face, right? Oh, yeah, Rick. Hey, he's right. He's got those doughy little eyes. Doughy eyes. You wonder what his comedy act was during the eighties. You ever step on a Rubik's cube going into the bathroom? Those hurt. Wow, look at her hair. That looks like a scarf. <laughs> Those are the San Francisco coyotes that roam the streets right on our head. Hey, I know you, Whoopi Goldberg. You won an Emmy, a Tony, an Oscar, and a uh, you got Grammy. You're right about that, Mike. That like, I'm personally not yeah. impressed with Whoopi, but I'm in the wrong. She won an Emmy, a Grammy, an Academy Award, and a Tony. Yeah. Well, the Tony was for her. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Carl and I knew in New Jersey, uh, she had a show on Broadway in the 80s, and they would That's show right. the ad, like ads yep. on television. It was always the same routine. Check out my blonde hair with her with a t-shirt on her hair. And uh, it was a bunch of characters. And I think this movie is great right. because it gets, she gets to do characters in this movie. You know, and it kind of reminds right. me of, of her original show. So she must have wanted Tony for that. I know that the Grammy must have been from recording. Oh, is that uh, Clarence Clemming? I don't think so, because he would be playing the sax. He'd be playing the sax. I'm an idiot. Then now I'm being racist. How about me? I just see a black musician. I think it's Clarence Clemming. I'm out of here. <laughs> I don't know how racist that is, Mike. I'm going to give you oh, lessons. Oh, yeah, all right, thanks. Uh, the old payday. Okay, oh, so oh, they're I going from bar to bar, and they're striking out. 
So now they're going to go into this bar and they're going to get lucky because the woman next to them goes, hey, guys, I'll talk to you as long as you're not a couple of dentists. And they go, huh? They found their woman. I can't tell you how many times people say that to me. And she is a great drunk. She really is. That's who's this random again. To me when they see the clown paintings on the wall. Yeah. Clown well, you got to keep them out of your bitch. Uh, what was – that's how he came – he had a show, uh, Bobcat, with the clown uh, – Shakes the Clown, right? Yeah, yeah movie. he wrote a movie he wrote, directed, and starred in Shakes the Clown. Can I can I brag for a second? They did a stage reading of Shakes the Clown screenplay at the San Francisco Comedy uh, Sketch Fest, and I got to be one of the. Who read it? Who read it? Wait, I gotta interrupt because this is one of Michael's favorites. This right here is is a monkey. Oh, all right. That is not Michael Nesmith. That's right, Michael Nesmith. No way. That's Michael Nesmith. Yeah. From the 80s. Produced this movie? Really? He did a lot of of TV back there. So Michael Nesmith Uh, where to? And Bobcat's like, home! And he goes, where's home? And he goes, just drive around, I'll notice it. It's got like a mailbox. What was the name of Michael Nesmith's movie? Uh, Head? Head? H-E-A-D? No. He did a oh he produced Repo Man he produced Tapehead and he had a sh- Elephant Parts was a video he did and then he had a show called Elephant Television Parts Park. Elephant Parts Elephant Parts yeah and and Tapehead yeah. was great with uh, Tim Robbins and John Cusack yeah I thought Susan Sarandon was terrific one of my favorite Tapehead. movies also and Joe Biafra shows up at the end he goes uh. At least they're gonna arrest you like they did Jello Biafra. Like and you go, Oh, that was Jello Biafra. Blow mine. John Huzak? Bye, huh? John Huzak. Uh that's Zach. John Balzac. John Balzac? Okay, so yeah, now we're gonna get a funny thing Jim about her being a cat burglar. We should listen. All right. He's got no hair. Oh, it's a little early. Never mind. Right now we're learning about who was the guy's friends, and one of them uh, was a bald bartender, and we'll come back to that later. And the other one was a guy he'd always go, here's Johnny. Wait a minute. Can I – so I was I, – I'm trying to brag. I was on the cast reading, the the table read for Shake the Clown uh, about five years ago. Uh-huh. It was Bob Penn, Tom Kenny. Uh, 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 Florence Henderson showed up. Uh, Julie Julie Brown from Earth Girls Are Easy. I got to hang yeah. out with her. And uh, oh, that uh, comedian Kevin uh, that does impressions. Uh, Pollock. Kevin Pollock was. Uh, I sat next to him. Pollock, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. It was my only highlight, and I, I got to read a couple lines. Okay, let's listen now. All right. Oh, she says, what are you doing? What? You can't. 
Keep listening. <laughs> okay, now this is the bad guy's hideout on Batman. Yeah, that's right. Well, those are the crazy San Francisco street parkings on the hill like that. You got to turn your uh, tires a certain way. Look, there's Venom's house. Yeah. Did you see Venom? Yeah, and that 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 was he lives right next door to the Penguin. Yeah, that's right. The sequel. Okay, so Whoopi hears the cops coming again, so she's out of there. But Bobcat is going to cause a hell but, of a disturbance. But they're at the, but they're at Bobcat's apartment. At Bobcat's apartment. Right. Yeah. Well, they already tore down Whoopi's. Right. That's this is where comedy legend meets comedy legend. Listen to Sound Goodman. Listen to the audio. She broke into this man's apartment and stabbed him. And I can talk to you about that. But first, we'd like you to go brush your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the murals. Now, she's on the trail of one of the friends who um, who the victim knew and who's an artist, and shows she's here finding out the, the location of this artist. She She's going to be a sleuth now. She's going to go from person to person trying to find the killer. So she's the burglar out of the closet and on the trail. That would be my novel name. Now, this is a great example. Some pretty funny Bobcat stuff here. All right. Academy, that was in the past, you know, and it's just need to move on. And I'm sure, like, if you said this is my favorite movie, he'll probably say, Well, that was like 33 years ago, it's time for you to move on. But it was funny, it's funny stuff, you know. The thing is, Bobcat in every single movie he's in, he's just the same guy, you know, he never moves on, he's always doing his shtick. Well, those in those in those movies, but I mean, he became a movie director and he uh, he acted in some of them. I'm trying to think if he's done like stuff outside his own direction that uh, he's not crazy like that. You know, recently. since 2012, well, he's been a yeah, regular. Well, yeah, no, he changed his character, right? <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh my God, he says it's a people aquarium. That's one of the best lines too. Ah, magic. Well, he did God Bless America and uh, World's Greatest Dad, which is a terrific film, and did a movie about uh, Bigfoot. He did a movie. He convinced his friend they were shooting a movie called Windy City Blues, and it was all a scam. They were just pretending to shoot this movie, and he made a documentary about it. <laughs> really? That's um, funny. Yeah. Oh, he did this movie about a woman who had sex with a dog, like – the guy had, is on is uh, in a relationship, and she reveals that she slept with slept with a dog. 
And Bobcat directed a lot of episodes of the Jimmy Kimmel Show. He's like a television director oh, as well. Oh, really? Wow. You know, since 2012, he's been a regular on that uh, radio quiz show, Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Oh, how great. Yeah, I haven't listened to that show in years. This is my favorite scene, this little white yuppie that she she just completely convinces them. Like, you know, he's scared. She's she's pretending to be homeless from the 80s homeless. He thinks she's a drug addict. She pretends like she's about to die. And, you know, it's just cruising around looking for Renita Moody, you know? Because, like, they told me to bring this stuff over here. I, I, I imagine you probably was real nervous when you opened the door and take my ass out. So I didn't know what to do, you know? But I figured if I go on, I'm ready to be on one floor. I yeah. Oh, she's great in this movie. She just They just take her for face value, and she just walks all over them. Now he's seeing dentist equipment, and this makes her think maybe he's the killer. Well, there's, yeah, there's, or there's the, one he, of the tools right there. He might just have the cleanest teeth one. in San Francisco. The coincidence. Nice loft. Actually, it's kind of a shitty loft. Yeah, Texas loft. You know, give me a room. So he's got a printing press. He makes his own zine. And a killer dog. Well, yeah. I mean, in the 80s, you always had to have a baby-eating dog in your apartment. Now, that printing press oh. is very important to the plot, okay? We find out that they're doing counterfeiting. And that cleaver comes in handy, or uh, you got a nose of chicken there. That yeah, plays well, the she part. sees that the dog loves chicken, and when she comes back later and breaks in, she uses chicken to not get eaten by the dog. By the way, listeners, oh, that was a Carl spoiler alert. That's right, a Carl spoiler alert for you. Oh, uh, I don't you're know if you're a regular listener. I always spoil the movie. Mike it makes that a, a request. That is part of my game. <laughs> well, I get I get very tired of these movies very quickly, so I just tell Carl wh who dies, how does it end? Yeah, is burglar going to be okay at the end? Um, 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 this this movie is so suspenseful. It makes un uncut gems look like a uh, sleigh ride. Only Susan Sarandon will die in the end. Now, Whoopi had those circular glasses and a lot of stuff. She showed up in, in Moonlighting oh. at the time, putting herself. That's her, like, signature look. She wears them on the... Yeah, that was part of her. Yeah. Well, yeah, the poster, she has, like, a turtleneck, a leather jacket, and those glasses. If you wear glasses, sometimes you find ones that are right for your eyes. Like, mine are always square and try to be frameless because of certain features on my eyes. They hide now, they hide defects. Now, notice that ah. WKRP in Cincinnati is on the TV, and the director who made this film directed WKRP in Cincinnati. Hugh Wilson. I was wondering about that. 
Did he direct like Bachelor Party? Like the names or like Adam Sandler movies in the movie? The name you no. would know is Blast from the Past. He he directed that one. Uh, Brendan Fraser and All Alexis right. Silverstone. Right. I not know that one. Okay, so they need to find out the bartender's real name, not his uh, alias. So Bobcat's going to freak out. Let, let's listen. Okay. No, no idiot. It's not. Oh, so it's like a nickname. Yeah. I think maybe it's something like that. Here it comes now. He's gonna freak. Okay, I'm paused at 102.17. Okay, you said 17? Yes. Okay, all right, perfect. Here we go. And in three, two, one, go. So now he signs his correct name, and that was their whole That was Danny Detchy, by the way, playing his uh, head. <laughs> Without a pencil. Right. Well, he does. He does that sometimes. He'll he'll play like William's orchestra on his head, on his skull. So now they know his real name. So Whoopi's going to break into his house and try to find some evidence. There's a lot of phone books and phone booths in this movie. Yeah. You know, when the yeah. internet came, the phone book went away, but there's no good substitute. Yeah, like if I need a good plumber uh, that if, whose company begins with the letter A-A-A-A-A-A-A, where am I going to find that? Not in a phone or book. Or if I'm looking for – what if I need like a pizza coupon or a taxi coupon? Where Where am I going to find that? Book. Now, Whoopi got her name from farting. She, uh, When she wasn't famous, she'd be waiting to go on stage, and she wouldn't be in the bathroom, and she'd be farting. And then people would say, you sound, one person said, you sound like a Whoopi cushion. And she just took that as her name. Wow. Well, that's very distinguished, I guess. Now, she's going to jump across this roof. It's very scary. It's rainy. And it's like when she did this, I was scared for her. I know it's a movie. I was suspending disbelief. Well, I mean, come on, man. She has to. uh, She's a cat burglar. It's in the job description. Here we go. Made it. Whoa. Cats always land on their feet. Right. Same thing's More true for shoes. Like, let's count how many products you can find. Budweiser. Budweiser. Raisin. Oh, that's the raisin. Yeah. Uh, Oreo cookies. 
Listen, Hugh Wilson needs to make some money, so you know, gonna throw in that product placement. Trapped in the closet. She really loves closets. Yeah, the secret closet. She knows just where to go. Yeah. Probably in the closet. The French call it closet. Le closet. Close it. They call it a closet because you have to close it. Whoa. $100 bills in the 80s. You know how much coke you can roll up and snort with that? Okay, so now she goes to the artist's house. Where a dog will eat her alive. Yikes. But he brought the chicken, right? Right. Dogs love raw chicken. Lone Star Beer. That's the thing about these laws. You could just go through the air vents. You always have to check for an alien behind you. Like, you need your friend on the little radar to see if there's an alien in the air vent. It is always possible. That dog can't wait to eat whoever's dropping out out of that vent. Now, the guy who made this into a screenplay, uh, he started he uh, his career doing Teen Wolf, which I think is a favorite of yours. I, I'm well aware of Mr. Teen Wolf. Yeah, that's a good movie. And he did Commando with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Wow, this guy can write. Oh, he yeah. Went he from, went from uh, Teen uh, uh, Luke Cage, Agent of Shield, Legion, Smallville, Jessica yeah, Jones. I guess I don't know that one. That's uh, Netflix. He's she's friends with Luke Cage. Oh, okay. <laughs> Makes sense. He got that gig. Yeah. Now, what's funny is G.W. Bailey starts out as the guy who's squeezing her, right? But throughout the film, as they interact more and more, they become friends. Yeah, that's right. They both need each other. Well, they both they both like to hang out together. So now, what he's doing is he's saying, "Look, the real killer was this artist guy, and they, somehow there's counterfeit money involved." And what's amazing to me is Whoopi didn't take any of that counterfeit money. Right. Hey, you know, I can think of another 80s film where they had an artist uh, who was also a counterfeiter. Yeah? Live and Die in L.A. Right. Live and Die in L.A. William, uh, William Dafoe plays a, like an 80s artist who had counterfeits money. And Beverly Hills Cop 3, that's in the 90s, but the... Uh, Amusement park was counterfeiting money. Yep. What a train wreck that film was. 
Uh, yeah. Actually, All if right. you're interested in hearing more about that film, check out my brother's podcast, Probably Resents. I actually was a guest when we talked about uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3. Adam's uh, show and two other Here's a trivia question about To Live and Die in L.A. when he's uh, laundering the money. And before he starts distributing it, he needs to soften it up and make it feel like it's not, like, just came right off the press, right? So how does he right. do that? A dryer. Uh, love the laundry money. dryer with it. Uh, he goes to quarter machines. No, he no. throws a whole bunch of poker chips in. Oh, right, yeah. What a dead oh, giveaway when you No respect for the other people in the apartment who might need the washer or dryer. That's right. He's always hogging it up. Yeah. Because he goes, <laughs> hey, I put a lot of money in this machine. I put a lot of money in right. this machine. <laughs> but I prefer to launder my money, but... I like to buy jewelry with my mon- with my money, and that's how I keep the the flow going. So what uh, so was notices that he's... go ahead, Carl. Well, he just he he said the artist is obviously the one who killed uh, uh, the the victim here, but then they find out well the artist is dead, so he couldn't have done it. Interesting. Right, and now. And now this guy, what's his name, uh, GW or whatever, is with uh, with Whoopi in a in a cafe, and he's wondering why she lied to him. And he's going, she's like, I didn't know that. Somebody else, it must be uh, who is it? Susan Sarandon, right? Right. That's who she yeah. thinks it is. <laughs> okay, but no, but you see, outside in the car is uh, the cops. Uh, you know, um, yep, he set her up. Right, he set her up. John Good. He's like Joey Pants. Now, I said they were being friends, and they are, but he still set her up. To save his own ass. I mentioned she was in Arthur, but she was also in My Favorite Year. Right. <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren. That's always a name like you always hear, like you know, like you go, oh, I know who that is. Well, no, no, no. Her name is Anne DeSalvo. DeSalvo. That's her name. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah I got the gotcha. one that I, the one that I thought was on SCTV, the one that yeah, uh, partner. The one you who was in my my big fat Greek wedding. Interesting. Sure. Look at this. So Rickley. She's in North Beach right now. Okay, here. Right, I, this is where. Mike, here comes the car chase, right? Yes, and I got my nose. What alley that is? I know that alley. Yeah, what alley is that? It's the one right next to Red Boy. Yeah, right. Okay, so there she is. So that's North Beach, right? Yeah, that's like a Grant and oh. whatever it is, Columbus. Grant and Columbus. Okay, so we're, so we're at Grant to Columbus right now. And off she goes. So, Corner, right by that, like the, the church. Okay, that makes sense. There you go. Yeah. All right. So there, the there's North Beach. This North Beach. Ooh. Well, we get some hills, too. And with cop chases, you know, your car has to fly up in the hill. 
right? So there's North Beach still. We got the Quake Tower. Still North Beach because that was uh, the Quake Tower. Yeah. Yeah, a little San Francisco jump. This is mandatory when you're doing this case. It's Bullet. I think this might be a trailer right there. So that's the totally uh, far away from the city. Yeah. Look at how far they are from the city. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Now we're back in North Beach. Ish. No, I don't. Yeah, ish. We're like in the south here. No, yeah, we're on the other side. We're all like. Well, they're approaching uh, the Full House uh, Park, where where they ride a pony. Oh, oh, Alamo Square. Yeah, well, not now. They're not nowhere near it. Oh, I know that alley. That's Ali Sheedy. Uh, right. Uh, Ali Sheedy. All those trees. Oh, that must be twenty second. So what is that? Twenty eighth in Dahara, it said. Oh wow. Oh, so they're out of mission. When Mike and I went to the Full House house, we started singing uh, Charles in Charge. <laughs> Just to piss the it off. off. They're like, Farmer. Yeah, I guess this is the outer mission. Yeah, the Walking Scott Bayo. So this is what, Petro Hill again? Oh, no, mission. I can't even tell anymore. No, I can take, so here we go. That's this is Potrero Hill. It's right by the footbridge. So this is the footbridge uh, that goes from like Potrero Hill into uh, General Hospital and the the mission, right? I mean, like, but then she she turns and suddenly she's in Alamo Square. Now we're in Western Edition. Right. Like other right. across the street park. See, Carl, this movie's so unrealistic. It just doesn't make Half sense. Up and the now footbridge. To the elevated sidewalk across from uh, Alamo Square. You see Alamo Square on the other side. Right. When I lived in this neighborhood, we would drive around the park at two in the morning looking for parking. And now she is elsewhere. Well, she's driving a motorcycle. She gets around. Has a lot of uh, fender benders. Not it's not hill maybe. There's the house from that old game. Yeah, a lot of car. Uh, looks like tender knob. Looks like the tender knob. Yeah, it looks like the tender knob, where the tender line and knob hill meet. Right. Uh, well, she totally how uh, needed those guys. Now John Goodman is frustrated, and she's starting to unload on her. And he says, "I should have kicked that door in." I think that needs to be said. <laughs> now we're back in Western Edition, I think. Right. No, no going down marina. Towards the the marina. No, going down towards the wharf and the marina. The yeah. Marina. Right. Yeah. Mayday! Mayday! Mayday, dude. Which doesn't exist. It never did. 
as far as I know. Yeah, no, you're right. It's like in in uh, 48 hours when they go to that country western bar in the mission. And like, how many times have yeah, I walked around uh, looking uh, for that place? Uh, uh, 14th, 14th, 